Welcome to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. I'm your host, Darren Long. I am also the Senior Vice President of Sales with Guildhall. And to my right, and always as a partnership, Jeremy Wiseman, the Vice President of Guildhall Wealth Management. Welcome to 2018, Jeremy. This is going to be an exciting show. I'm looking forward to doing it. Before we get started, I want to remind our listeners that the number to call throughout the show is one eight seven seven eight silver a very easy number to remember. You can, of course, if you're sitting in front of a device that can get onto the internet, check out our website, guildhallwealth.com. Our team has been around and serving gold and silver investors since 2002 when our doors opened up. This is our 10th full year of being on the radio. We're excited about it. And The Real Money Show, whether people have had the chance or not, to look at our website, it's a weekly radio show. It's devoted to helping investors understand the hard asset investment market. The panel of experts provide insight and education through this weekly show, and this year is going to be big, Jeremy. Lots of names coming into the fold, one coming up very soon, and Steve St. Angelo is going to be interviewed later this month. And this is our way of showing our weekly synopsis key articles, updates, and discussions about all things related to gold, silver, and natural fancy colored diamond markets. Now, for investors looking for a change, The Real Money Show represents a new way of thinking about money. Listeners can expect the latest market updates, market fundamentals, and a whole host of exciting interviews. So I want people to take this and use it to their advantage. Jeremy, we're going to be talking about gold and silver today. It is the very start of a brand new year, new expectations. Let's not make this show about predictions per se, but let's talk about 2018. Let's find out and open up a little with our listeners about what our thoughts are regarding where gold and silver are going to end up throughout this year and what economic problems might become bigger than we thought. Yeah, it's more about what trends we're seeing happening that are going to drive the market and that have continued to drive this market over the last 15 to 17 years at this point. We've been doing uh, physical precious metals since 2001. And with Guildhall, it's all about direct ownership of physical precious metals. We want to make sure that the physical product is in your hand or if you're storing that product, you have access to that product. You know, I had a client call... Uh, yesterday who has invested with uh, digital gold in the past and one of the issues that he had was that in order to get his money out it took actually over a month to get his funds Uh, I thought that was ridiculous because if you own your own physical product and you know where it is and you have access to it, whether you've taken it home whether you've stored it in a depository uh, which is what we offer at Guildhall Clients can sell their product and get a check the same day or at at worst the following day, which is very liquid. And to be able to sell your product and, and get that cash liquidity is very important in my estimation because when you're buying and selling a product, you want to know that it's yours and that you can buy it and sell it and take delivery of it and everything. There's no nothing standing in your way of your product. We are big believers in physical precious metals at Guildhall. And we're not saying that people should have 100% of their portfolio in gold and silver, but we believe that it's a great insurance policy against dollar devaluations. Um, Increased supply of money means the value of that dollar is worth less 
debts. It, it all culminates with inflation, and we believe that precious metals, as far as their record shows, have been a great way to hedge against inflation. Okay, speaking of that and the record showing, we spent a little bit of time earlier in December talking about trends, and one of the trends that we had seen in both the gold and silver market for the last two years and now three years running was this onset of a pullback in pricing during the very late stages of November and into the first week of December. And this past year was no exception to that rule. We saw both gold and silver traverse down in price. Silver went down to the high 15 range. Gold went down to the high 1100 range, low 1200 range. And now, as we both said on this very show, over the last couple of weeks, we expected that the tail end of December would bring about a change in pricing back up, if not higher than where we went. And we were writing gold and so far, both metals, gold and silver up 1% on the year to date. As we're taping this show, gold is sitting up around 1320 silver traversing its way back up towards 1730. So this is exciting news to start the year. And what we saw with, with gold last year in terms of the sentiment, we did notice that the sentiment changed throughout the year. At the beginning of the year, it was, will gold hold the $1,200 level? By the end of the year, it, the attitude towards gold and the sentiment was, can it get back above 1300 and stay above 1300 And as we witnessed throughout December or towards the end of December, we are back above thirteen. And I think going forward through 2018, I think the concern of, is gold going to go back down to under $1,100 an ounce. I think no one is really thinking about that. They're more cons- they're more concerned about will it stay above 13? Will it make that move towards 14? And I think that's a big difference between the sentiment starting 2017 and the sentiment starting 2018. So it's a very positive positive view on precious metals right now. You have more and more analysts in the market that are very bullish on the precious metals. They've consolidated nicely for a few years. They've continued to move higher in a stealth manner. People aren't really noticing that two years ago, the price of gold was in the $1,100 range. And today it's in the $1,300 range. And isn't that a shame? And and that's where the money is being made. You want to get into the market early so that you can get the benefits of this market down the road. All right, one eight seven seven eight silver is the number. Guildhallwealth.com is the website. Jeremy, share with us, because gold and silver are still considered value buys here, the ways in which we get into this market. Let people know what we're thinking about the markets themselves. Sure. So at Guildhall, again, everything is physical precious metals. It's a personally owned product. No one is, is standing in your way. It's not paper. It's not an ETF. It's not a fund. All of the product you're either taking at home, whether you buy it directly from us, make an appointment to come visit us at the office, or you can buy it directly online and you can have it shipped to you and store it as you'd like. We also offer depository storage. So if you're if you're getting into uh, enough precious metals that you are concerned about the security of that product and also the liquidity of it, being able to buy and sell on a phone call, you'll definitely want to consider a storage account with Guildhall. We store the product in an independent vault, IROC approved, fully insured, access to the vault. You have access to go and personally audit, access to take delivery at any time. Um, and we also offer 
allocated financing. So if you want to take advantage of the market, we also offer allocated financing. Again, you have access to the product, can take delivery of your product, you know, as long as you've paid off the financed position. But it's a, a way to take advantage of the market. And finally, what we're going to be talking about a lot over the next couple months is the registered accounts. At Guildhall, we offer one of the best ways to invest in, in precious metals within a registered account. No management fees. You buy your product, you store your product. Yes, there's a storage fee and insurance, but you're buying your own product, you're storing your own product, you get inventory reports of exactly what you're holding in your registered account and can even go to the vault to personally audit your holdings. If you want to learn more about that, we have a precious metals seminar coming up on Tuesday, January 16th. Now, we're going to be holding that with Questrade. They are uh, the custodian of the registered accounts with Guildhall. We act as the broker. We assist with all the logistics and everything like that. But we're going to show you exactly how to get involved in this market, how to put physical gold, physical silver into your registered account and start taking advantage of these markets for the long term. One eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealth.com is the website. And for those that are interested in wanting to know more, that's a great seminar opportunity. Jeremy, Tuesday, January the 16th, 7 p.m. at Quest Trade, which is Young and Finch, for those that are wondering, easily accessible by public transportation. Go to the website, guildhallwealth.com, register there, bring a guest, bring a few people. If you're an advisor, you'd like to talk about setting up something custom with a few of your clients, that's also an option. And for those that are paying attention, right now gold and silver are rocking it. They are both looking very positive as we start the year here in 2018 in the first week. And what's very interesting is that gold price has recorded its eighth best run since 1968. There's a trend for you. That means between now and and 1968, if we go back in history a few years, that this particular run that gold is on right now, right in front of us, where gold is nowhere near its top, that we've been in this bull market, it's just showing the early signs and stages of a new bull run in this secular bull market that we've been in since 2002. This is the eighth best run since 1968, and if it continues to go along these same lines, expect that to change very quickly. Now, in terms of getting into this marketplace, as Jeremy said, there are a number of account opportunities we have. One of the things that this time of year brings about is a bit of tardiness, folks. I know everybody procrastinates. We don't want to. We don't mean to. But this is the moment. And this is tax tip number one. We're not here to be your financial planners or advisors, but I'm telling you that there are not too many places where you'll go where they suggest that you shouldn't be fully cognizant and invested in your RSPs and making your contributions within the first 60 days of the year. That's the goal. Get into your finances, get into your portfolio, get rid of the dead weight, folks. It's not worth keeping long-term. Replace it with something that's long-term, tangible, hold in your hands, can be used as insurance for wealth, and it's got a 5,000-year track record, Jeremy. Yeah, and over the last uh, 15, 16 years, the price of gold and silver have averaged over 9% a year. So if you're thinking of an investment long-term in a registered account, you have to have something that's going to beat inflation. And what we've seen is that gold and silver long-term have definitely done that. I know it's definitely done it in my portfolio. In fact, one of the things that I do is I can have uh, Questrade 
I, I do my contributions on a regular basis. So I have funds pulled out from my say, my checking account and put into my Questrade RSP all the time, um, builds up the cash, and then I, I turn around and I, I purchase some extra product, which I actually did today. So I've added some more physical product to my portfolio. I think silver is still very cheap right now. And going into the next segments, we're going to talk about why we think the market is set to continue through 2018 and for the long term, why we think it's important to have physical metal in your portfolio. Some of the trends that we're going to get into in the next segment are going to be dollar de um, dollarization in other words, countries that are moving away from using the U.S. dollar uh, for international trade. We're on inflation watch and also the economy in general and why you're going to want to have that to protect against recessions, etc. All right. We're going to get there in just a couple of minutes, folks. Stay tuned with us. You're listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. The number to call if you want to get some gold and silver into your portfolio in 2018, is 1-877-78-SILVER. Or you can head over to our website, guildhallwealth.com. There, I will remind people there is a ton of information on the gold and silver market. It's a chance for you to communicate with the team. If you're not quite comfortable to call us directly, we would love to hear from you. We love feedback. We also love questions about the market. We get lots of calls every week asking us what our opinions are on different things. And certainly, I will remind people listening that we are not your financial planners or advisors, but we do have opinions on all markets. Jeremy, last week's show, we talked a little bit about the impact that the wage increase, the minimum wage increase in Canada would have coming into 2018. We suggested that it would only be a matter of time before chains, small businesses, medium businesses, all kinds of different businesses would be indicating the impact in some way, shape, or form. And one of those ways would be that they would raise prices. Well, if anybody follows me on Facebook, I'm a fan of, of finding out about what companies are doing and posting that publicly so people can see, formulate your own opinions. I will not share mine with you on this show, but... Yes, you will. The ideal can be You're definitely going to share opinions. I might, I might, I might. <laughs> but one of the things I posted this week was a letter from a Little Caesars restaurant in right. Canada here yep. in Ontario, which basically was a message to their customers relating that because of minimum wage increases, they would still hope to be one of the cheapest, if not the cheapest chain to buy pizza from, but that they would in fact have to raise their prices on all things. Yep. So again, an immediate impact, uh, the cost of uh, having uh, you know, this minimum wage increase we knew this was coming. I think we said it exactly as as it played out last week on the radio show. We said that uh, minimum wage hike will come into effect, and as a result, companies will raise their prices. What we're also seeing is that companies are also going to let let people go. They're going to minimize their staff. Um, we were just talking in the break about Tim Horton saying that they're not going to pay for people's breaks. Uh, if they take a 15-minute break, it's unpaid for now or something like that. So, you know, you've got, you're going to see more contraction. Businesses have to stay in business and they're going to do what they, they can to stay in business. But one of the one of the ways they're going to do that is to raise prices. And essentially that is inflationary. Even if it's in a in a, a contracting market, the fact is, is you can have a contracting economy with rising prices. We saw that in the, in the 70s and I think we're going to start seeing it today. And we also know that in the States, for example, savings rates are at all-time lows. 
loans through credit cards are at all-time highs, and people aren't saving anything. They're they're going out and spending money that they don't have. And why? Because, well, what what's the incentive to put it into a bank? There's no interest. So unless you're chasing unless you're chasing yield, unless you're going after the stock market, going after whatever other bubbles are out there, where do you put your money that's safe? For us, one of the safest places to put money is into a physical hard asset. It's not a piece of paper. It's something that's actually physical. You can hold it in your hand, and it's been around for thousands of years. You could bury a brick of gold for a thousand years, pull it out of the ground. It's the exact same thing. It hasn't even tarnished. That's why gold has been so trustworthy for thousands of years. It's why it's been a tier one asset. It's why China's buying it like crazy. It's why Russia's buying it like crazy, the central banks. It's why Germans, not just the German central bank, but Germans themselves have been buying, bought it like crazy through 2017. So we do feel that in order for you to get your inflation rebate, consider holding physical precious metals in your portfolio where you can earn by holding that product over 6 7 8% a year. And in good years, much, much higher. We've seen double-digit returns in precious metals when things really get going. We've seen 5 6 7% gains in precious metals over the last few years. And again, we're calling that a stealth bull market because it's come out of its uh, consolidated period. And we think that it's a good time to get involved before the prices are much, much higher. Well, listen, if you're looking at gold and silver, you must look at the way history with respect to inflation and the topic of inflation has treated gold and silver. In the 70s, the last major bull market we had, does it amaze anybody that's listening to know that that was an inflationary period? And by the early 80s, if you think back, if you're a listener and you owned a home back then, you know you were paying upwards of 15 to 20 plus percent on a mortgage rate. Imagine that. Yeah, but Darren, this time it's different. Well, it's very different. Back then, home prices were three to four times our income. The debt was less than a trillion in the U.S. We didn't have consumer debt uh, that was toppling hand over fist across the entire global spectrum. We didn't have people going out and using a credit card to buy a pair of pants. It was you bought it because you could afford it or you didn't. Credit cards were something that were used by people who could afford to have credit cards. And credit was issued to people who could afford to have credit, who used it the proper way, which was to say in a 30-day window, you would be paying off whatever you spent during the month. That doesn't happen anymore. That is perpetual, folks. It is being accumulated all the time. And look what happened in the 70s to gold and silver. Jeremy, the price of gold went up 2,300% in 10 years, and the bulk of that game came in the last 90 days coming into January of 1980. With silver, it was even better than that. It was over 3,000%. Now, to say that happened once would be, in and of itself, amazing. And if you were a part of that, congratulations, because it's not too often that we come across somebody who was smart enough to own it back then, and not that people even knew about it, but if you did, fantastic. However, it's happened four times in the last 100 years. You'd think by now, this being a cycle the way it is, and us doing this show for as long as we have, people would listen and understand that these cycles repeat themselves. History, folks, is repeating itself as we speak. And it's not so much about that what we're talking about is action, reaction, there's inflation, you better own gold. What we're talking about is that with gold and with silver, 
you can actually tell what the value is. You can tell what the purchasing power is. And by right, you can also tell whether it's undervalued or overvalued. How many ounces of gold does it take to buy um, a medium a median house in Toronto? How many how many ounces of gold does it take to buy a barrel of oil? How many uh, ounces of gold does it take to buy a nice suit and a pair of shoes? You know, this is how you can tell what the value of gold is and whether or not it's undervalued or overvalued. And it does become more than inflation. Look, the the dollar is de- is devaluing. All currencies are devaluing because they all have debts. They all are printing money. They're all trying to stay competitive. They're all trying to do their best for their citizens. But at the end of the day, they're all devaluing their currencies, which means the prices of things are just going to be much, much higher. So, you know, the math is out there. You can go do the research. You know, sign up to our newsletter. We, we put out articles about this type of thing all the time. Many are saying gold could comfortably go to over $10,000 an ounce. That puts silver... I mean, even someone like um, uh, the CEO of First Majestic, Silvermine, says silver could be a triple-digit metal. I mean, we're not living in an age where these numbers are ridiculous anymore. Right now, silver's trading under $20 an ounce U.S. I mean, think about what you can buy for $20. I've said this before. I'll say it again. You can barely buy a coffee, you know, a fancy coffee in a magazine for under, for under $20. So you have... You can get a lot more for your money with silver. We think that it's very much undervalued. We think that inflation is going to continue to be an issue uh, through 2018 and for the next several years. And because we don't know what's going to happen with these debts, because we know that central banks are, are dealing with a major monetary experiment, you need to buy something that you're going to trust. You need to have something in your portfolio that you can trust. And while your advisor might say, okay, we're going to be prepared to go to cash or we'll put our stops into place, we want to make sure that if anything were to happen, you know where your wealth has been stored, and that is in physical precious metals. And one of the best ways to do that is in a registered account where you get your your serial numbers, you know exactly where the product's stored, you can go and visit the product, and you're not you're basically paying the same as you would over the counter for that product. So contact us at guildhallwealth.com. We're having a seminar dealing with putting physical precious metals in your registered account. And one of the other things that we have to have on the watch for this year, Darren, is de-dollarization. Well, one eight seven seven eight silver first is a number to call. It's one eight seven seven eight silver All things gold and silver happen through that number. You can contact our office directly. We'll get all the information to you. You can go to the website to register for this seminar. Find out as much information as you want about the markets. You can ask questions, speak to somebody directly. There is no attendant that's going to put you on hold for three hours. At You're Gale not a Tall. number. It's great. You're not a number. You're treated with the utmost of respect, and we hope that you will take the time to educate yourself about your own wealth and where your money stands right now. When you do, I think you'll come to the same conclusion as us that a small percentage of your portfolio in gold and silver is a wise way to treat your wealth with the utmost of respect to give it some insurance. Now, Jeremy, that idea of the dollar being used less and less, and when we talk about the dollar, folks, we're only talking about one dollar. That is the U.S. dollar, the world's reserve currency. The concept of using that less and less is probably foreign to most people because within the confines of their own country, they only use their currency. Now, most folks in Canada will go on vacation and probably only use the US dollar. Maybe those that are going to Europe are using the euro, but outside of that, 
nobody's really going to get too much experience except for the folks that are going overseas to these other countries that have these problems and are witnessing firsthand the different mentalities that exist out in the world in relationship to the currencies that are out there. What you're talking about is the idea that the rest of the world is now, and we don't mean yesterday or in 10 years from now. We mean right now, this week, this day, this hour, starting to slowly move away from using the U.S. dollar's reserve currency. Folks, it's already begun. If you don't believe us, go and do your own research. But Jeremy, how does this impact gold and silver? What concepts will drive the price of gold and silver as it relates to these countries and using less and less of the U.S. dollar? That's a good question. Uh, from from a sort of high level looking at that, the U.S. dollar being the world's reserve currency has is in a conundrum right now. It's got to appear strong. And one of the ways it appears strong is that gold doesn't go crazy. It's the it's, antithesis of the U.S. dollar, It's one thing for right? the stock market to go crazy and real estate to go crazy or cryptocurrencies to go crazy. But if gold was going crazy, you know there's an issue with the dollar. And everybody understands that. So one of the issues you have is that if the U.S. dollar starts to lose its power as the world's reserve currency, watch out for countries like uh, Russia and China who are holding gold that are going to want to see that that go up in value because they are holding a lot of U.S. debt and they're hedging against it in, in many ways by holding physical precious metals. You're seeing countries that are saying, why, why do we have to use the U.S. dollar? It costs us money. We don't need to do it. We're making all sorts of deals where we don't have to utilize that anymore. One of the biggest ones, which we talked about in 2017, it's set to launch January 18th, I believe, is the Petro One. This is where countries can buy oil through a Chinese exchange and use use the yuan as the currency. And it's also backed by gold, so they can exchange that for physical gold at the same time. Convertibility. Convertibility. One of the most recent ones in terms of the news is, you know, the U.S. has been very vocal about Pakistan. Uh, harboring terrorists. And so they've cut funding to the UN for that. And they've cut funding to Pakistan for that. And as a result, Pakistan's saying, okay, that's it. We're not using the US dollar. So, you know, US's foreign policy in many ways, as always, is starting to come back home to roost and bite them in the butt. And one of the things that that's doing is it's starting to say, well, people don't, countries don't want to use it. Same thing with with Iran, right? They, and they cut, they cut, they put the sanctions on and Iran said, okay, well, we have to figure out a way to make trade without the US dollar now. Same thing with Russia. So all of these countries are saying, we're going to figure out ways to make deals where we don't utilize the dollar. And what happens is, is the dollar starts to tank. Might, might not happen very quickly, maybe over time, like last year, 2017, the US dollar did not have a good year. And as a result, the pr- price of precious metals rise um, in reaction to that, because ultimately you're storing your wealth in the physical metal. So watching this this turnover, this handover of the world's reserve currency, or seeing new players come into this market, one of the ways that you can hedge against the cost of that is to have some physical precious metal in your portfolio, so that when these changes happen and the dollars are f- are fluctuating so much, you can have your your wealth tied into a physical. B- physical metal for the long term. All right, one eight seven seven eight silver is the number to call. Guildhallwealth.com is the website. Whether it's home delivery folks through our e-store online, whether you want to store your product in our depository, get a registered account open. This is the time of year to do it. Get that RSP contribution in there. Get some physical gold and silver. 
allocated financing, which we'll talk about, show you how to get silver for as cheap as $7.75 when we come back in the next segment. You are listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show. I'm your host, Darren Long. This is Guildhall Wealth Management. Jeremy Wiseman on my right, Vice President of Guildhall Wealth Management. And Jeremy, we're talking about 2018 and not so much about predictions or where the specific price of silver or gold are going to go, but the concepts that might plague the economy worldwide. What might lead to higher gold and silver prices and general trends of this year? And one of the things we talked about so far in the show is inflation, how it can be impactful and a silent killer of wealth, and how more and more analysts are predicting that 2018 will be a year in which inflation will begin to rear its ugly head in the mainstream. You're going to see more and more discussion, more and more written on the topic. Our good friend, Danielle DiMartino Booth, she wrote a nice article this week, which we're happy to put into our LinkedIn group and maybe in the Pressure Mills Advisor as well yep. on the concept of inflation. And folks, if you haven't already, get over to our website at guildhallwealth.com because it's an amazing way to get into this market, get more information, call the number one eight seven seven eight silver and find out more. Now on the topic of inflation, Jeremy, another concept that we deal with that is wholly impacted by inflation and to some extent, one could argue much more so than gold and silver are colored diamonds. And more recently, I wrote an article talking about ore production at the Argyle mine, and it's something we follow very closely. It's part of the expertise we bring to the table, not just the sale of a diamond or the purchase of an investment, but also the background work that goes into understanding the companies that are doing this mining. And Argyle is, of course, folks, the largest pink mining diamond uh, mine in the world and where we get 80% of all pink diamonds that come out of the ground. 90%, sorry, I stand corrected. It's probably going to be in the next couple of years, uh, almost zero because what they're predicting is number one, they had a long-term closing date, which is 2020. The ore production is slowing down. The quality of the ore is getting worse and worse. And as we've seen, the frequency of availability on pink diamonds is getting less and less. So these diamonds are going up in price. Of course, we started 2006, 2007, 2008 in that range offering the Argyle pink diamonds. And back then, what we now know in hindsight is that we should have bought everything we could get our hands on. Yeah. We we should have spent an entire focus of time on accumulating and hoarding as much in the way of pink diamonds as we could have. Yeah, you back, I mean, I remember over five, six years ago, you would have been able to buy a just over a quarter carat intense. So vivid is the strongest color. Intense is just under that. You could have got a about a quarter, just over a quarter carat intense pink VS quality that's considered eye clean in most of your jewelry stores. And you would have been buying that for about 22000 And today, th- those diamonds are selling way over 40 at this point. So, you know, this is a market that you buy, you hold, you let the you let the value increase. You did write a great article. Bef- I think you wrote it just before they announced when the mine was going to be closed in 2020. And essentially this article just points out the ore production just keeps falling and falling and you really got your research. I remember you jumped onto their Facebook page for the 
for the uh, miners at Argyle. Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> you, weren't, you weren't allowed to do it, but you did it. And it just showed how the mine operation was dwindling and that, that areas of the mine were no longer in use, that they, they pulled everything that they could out of the market. But let's talk about the significance. What is going to be the impact of this mine closing? We mentioned it all the time, but what is the impact? The impact is 90% of the world's pinks are, are no longer going to be coming to market. That means a market that's already crazy rare are going to be gone. You know, there's only, if you think about an artist, a painter, for instance, there's only so much work they could produce in a lifetime. And that's what we're looking at. There's going to be an incredibly limited amount of pink diamonds. And I think that that's actually going to start to affect the other colors as well. Right now, I think green diamonds are... And I think are, it is. Yeah, I think already. right now green diamonds are something being ignored by the market. We don't get them as often as the pink diamonds. Whenever we do, they sell very quickly to our uh, collectors. And I... and. Again, with the pink diamonds, Guildhall has very, very high standards. We're looking for strongest colors, best clarities. Um, we're not necessarily going after very, very large stones, you know, one carat, two carat pink diamonds that are SI. We're looking for quality pinks that clients can get into the market for anywhere. Uh, you know, you look at a fancy pink diamond, anywhere from in the 25000 range up into the few hundred thousand dollar range on an Argyle pink diamond. And also any any pink diamond is going to be extremely rare. If 90% of the world's pinks are coming from the Argyle mine, that means if it's not an Argyle, it's in a very rare, uh, rarefied air, less than 10% of all diamonds outside the Argyle mine, pink diamonds coming out. So this is a market that you want to get involved in for the long term. If you have... You know, all of your investments taken care of, maybe you've got some gold and silver in your portfolio, you've got your stocks, you got your real estate, and you're looking for a place to put some additional funds. Long term, these are markets that have continued to rise through the savings and loan crisis, through the dot-com bubble, through the subprime crisis. Pink diamonds have never dropped in value we love this market. We go out and we acquire these diamonds, essentially in some ways for ourselves, and then we we offer them to the public as well. You can go to our website, guildhallwealth.com, click on the, on the diamonds, see some of the pink diamonds that we have, and we know that the, the gains on the investments are incredible. And one of the things that I love about this, this market is, unlike buying a stock where if the stock is, let's say, $100, you can invest a couple thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars, hundred thousand dollars, but if the stock goes up ten percent, you get ten percent. That's not the case with a natural fancy color diamond. The more rare that diamond is, the more valuable it is, and obviously the more expensive it will be to to acquire it. But by doing so, your rate of return is that much higher. So on the one hand, we can accommodate any budget from fifteen thousand to millions. Um, the returns will adjust per per investment, but all of the diamonds are rising in value. So we encourage you to go to the website, take a look. Um, again, all of the diamonds that we have on our website are owned by Guildhall. Uh, we don't sell on behalf of someone who's selling a list. You'll notice that all of the, the photography is um, 
representing of the specific diamond that you're looking at. It's done right in office. Yeah, colors might vary a little bit on your computer screen, but come into the office, take a look at these diamonds, and start to learn about this asset because I think once you do, you even if you don't want even if you're not looking to get involved in the market today you're going to start to keep your eye on this market as something that you will want to be involved in at some point because this is a good this is just a good solid hard asset to have as your portfolio as your long-term portfolio 18778 silver the number to call to find out more about investing in colored diamonds get a colored diamond investing kit sent to you free of charge either via email or a physical package We'll include this article that I wrote myself, Jeremy edited, and we've been working on extensively. It is a very important article to have in your possession, folks. It gives you insight into what could be a major boom in pricing. And if you're one of the very, very few in this world who are able to own a pink diamond, hold on to it because the next 36 months, 48 months, 60 months, They could be some of the best months we've ever seen in terms of pricing historically since any color diamonds have ever existed. Darren, before we go to break, give us us an idea. You've seen the market grow. Give us an idea of some of the gains that you've seen in pink diamonds, whether it's a tender or, you know, I know we've sold one carat pinks in the past. Uh, Pick a diamond that you've seen where originally it was selling for such and such and you know what the price has moved up to down the road. Well, one diamond in particular that is of great interest to me, I like the Tenderstone. So once a year, folks, Argyle, a diamond mine owned by Rio Tinto, the parent company, comes out with this beautiful collection of, it's already extremely rare, but 50 or 60 so diamonds that their master cutters feel represent the best of the best. And those diamonds are put up for auction. They're viewed around the world in multiple places. Paul, Jeremy, you've been to these auctions. You know what they look like and how the feeling is surrounding them, the vibe that people get. People come out to spend money. I'll tell you the difference in mentality before I suggest what I've seen in in Colored Diamonds and what I think is going to happen. Ten years ago when those auctions were happening, when we first started uh, really delving into those Colored Diamond auctions and looking into ways to get involved in that market, ten years ago you would go to that auction And there were no end users there, meaning nobody that went to those auctions had the intention of owning those diamonds long-term. They went there to buy them, to make an investment, hold on to them for a few years, maybe a few months, and turn them over to somebody, make them into a piece and sell them at retail, give somebody else a chance to invest in that. Ten years later, which is a very short period of time, all you see there now are end users. The people that come are going to hoard those diamonds. They're not going to want to give them away and they pay premiums for it as though they were the end users. And no more is that the case than in the last two years where Paul has on average bid approximately 30% higher and in two years of that uh, auction managed to get only one diamond. And there have been multiple lots that Paul has looked to acquire, this year being a perfect example. We received no diamonds from the tender And most of those bids were a minimum of 30% higher than they were last year. Now, in terms of pricing itself, if you look forward into the future, think about the availability of the diamonds. There's still 50 to 60 lots, but that's about to end. 36 months. There'll be no more. There will be no more auction in the the normal sense that we're seeing it now. So what could happen to a pink diamond? If you're paying 30, 50, 60,000 right now Canadian for one of these diamonds and you're fortunate enough to get one, 
Is it unreasonable to think that three or four times the price would be an accurate reflection of where that price would be heading? I don't think it is. This is like knowing that Apple is going to exist and go public before it happened. This is like knowing that some major technology is going to be advanced in the next couple of years and you're among the first to know about the company that's going to advance it. You get to own it and buy it right at the very beginning. It's still a fairly unknown entity. And when it relates back to what people are paying, Jeremy, I think no further than those tender diamonds themselves. I can recall just over a half a carat pink 0.55 carat beautiful tender stone a few years ago in the 2012 mm-hmm. tender and that particular stone was offered on our site Canadian 195,000 I think was the very first release of that diamond that we asked for and our profitability was built into the diamond so it was just over half a carat intense just over half a carat fancy intense uh, very very nice stone in terms of where it sits on the Argyle rating scale mm-hmm. and that diamond the initial offering was 195,000 it was sold for over 300,000 and now we wouldn't take around a half a million dollars for the diamond it would be the fair asking price for a diamond of that caliber and that's just one example of a diamond. Now, folks, I don't want to give the impression that this is something that happens every day. You have to be in a position to take advantage of it. But for those of you that do have a high net worth, that do have disposable income, that want to really lock in an investment long term, this is the place to do it. Pink Diamonds is a wonderful way to take care of your children's future, your own future, your retirement plans. Everything all in one ball can be handled with the purchase of one small diamond that fits in the palm of your hand. And, you know, the key to this, and uh, thank you for getting to it. I was I was wondering when you were going to mention the diamond and what the prices were. But, yeah, that's true. That tender diamond, less than a couple hundred thousand um, or just under a hundred thousand, was it? Just over a hundred thousand. Just over a hundred. Yeah. And then we had it for a couple years, ended up selling it close to 300. And then, of course, today it would be worth over half a million. So that's that's just phenomenal gains in a market, just seeing the value increases. The key to this market, though, is making sure that you buy quality. And one of the best ways to ensure that is, uh, you know, get our get our guide. We've got a 10-step guide for buying natural fancy colored diamonds. There are a lot of different diamond dealers out there. There's bait and switches. There's companies that are going to say, oh, look, it's a colored diamond. That makes it rare. No, no, it doesn't. Not if it's bad quality not if it's inferior. You need to find great quality. It's got to have the light. It's got to be something that you can see in person. I mean, you do. we've had people buy online. I think we're probably the only company that you could trust that when you're buying it online because our, our stock is limited. It shows that we're only investing in investment-grade natural fancy color diamonds. But if you're investing on, if you're going to buy something online and their inventory is huge, how do you know what you're finding? I remember once I came to you, Darren, with a diamond. I said, I can't believe what the price is. And you pointed out really quickly to me, you said, look how deep the diamond is. And I went, oh yeah, that's why it's so cheap. You don't want to necessarily just buy online. You want to be able to go and view the diamond in person. You want to know that that company has invested in that diamond themselves. Guildhall does all the work for you. All you have to do is pick whatever one you think is the most beautiful. one 877 silver is the number to call. Guildhallwealth.com, the site to view these diamonds. 
find out more information, get a free investor's kit, get onto our weekly mailer, the Precious Metals Newsletter, which is free of charge, folks. We're happy to give it out to you. And remember, we have a seminar coming up Tuesday, January the 16th, 7 p.m. at the Quest Trade Building, which is Young and Finch. You can register online, bring a friend, bring a family member, come as a couple. This is a night to find out more about registered funds. How do I get gold and silver into my registered savings plans? You can do that very easily by going to the website and registering today. When we come back, Jeremy, we're going to talk more about precious metals, the year that is about to happen, 2018, where gold and silver are going, and a lot more to come from there. You're listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. The last segment today, Jeremy, the number to call before we get going here in the last few minutes of the show is one eight seven seven eight silver or online at guildhallwealth.com. Jeremy, this has been a jam-packed show. Once again, it seems every week to go by so fast. I have talked about with you numerous concepts. We've had some fun today talking about inflation, its impact on the metals markets and where we're heading. But folks, This is the time of year where you need to focus on making those contributions. Get that money into your registered savings plans. If it's for you, you're already contributing on a regular basis. You know what I'm talking about. Don't procrastinate. Get this done in the first 60 days of the new year. That's the tax tip today. And to do that with precious metals is very easy. We have a seminar coming up January the 16th, Tuesday evening, 7 p.m. We'd love to have you there. It's a way for you to get knowledgeable about what it means to have physical gold and silver in your portfolio and how to do it in your registered savings plan. Even if it's a TFSA, this is a great time of year to get that out of the way and get the ball rolling. And when we do this seminar, I think, Jeremy, you'll be hosting the seminar. I'll be there. Jerry, Paul, a few people from there will have Quest Trade representatives there to open up the accounts. Very exciting, and it always gets full. It's a very exclusive event. But when we get there and we talk about precious metals, it really hits home this concept of not only the policy of insurance and so many people these days talking about just holding gold and silver without the expectation of them going higher, but just maintaining my wealth, my purchasing power. But they're really going to see where gold and silver could take off here. And quite frankly, the analysts that are predicting 10,000 in gold, maybe we don't necessarily feel quite that strongly about gold it's not out of the realm of possibilities, nor is over $100 an ounce in silver. We Well, we've had these discussions a lot, Darren, about the price of gold going to 10000 And in some ways, uh, we, we've often said to each other, well, you know, we don't necessarily want it to go there. But if it did, it's more a reflection of the dollar and what the purchasing power of the dollar is because – Ultimately, at that point, it's not so much what the act, what the price of gold is, but what it buys you, and that's what we're interested in, in at Guildhall is maintaining that purchasing power. Look, if inflation is over the government uh, suggested rate of two percent, and it's more like five percent, that means every five years you're losing twenty five percent of your purchasing power. That's crazy. How do you make up for that? You either get a part time job if you're in sales, you can try to generate more sales, of course. But every five years, you're losing 25% of your purchasing power. And every, every 10 years, you're losing 50% of your purchasing power. That means $100,000 is actually only worth $50,000. How do you hedge against that? Well, you own 
hard assets that perform like gold and silver that have performed long term. So we're very excited about precious metals long term. We know that it protects against uh, inflation. And one of the things that we were also looking at is de-dollarization, this idea that the world's reserve currency, the U.S. dollar, is seeming as though it's in it's in its final final days. It's it's seen its its peak. Countries around the globe are starting to trade without the U.S. dollar, and what this means for the U.S. dollar is that its value is going to decrease quite quickly. And one of the ways to hedge against that is to make sure that you have physical precious metals. So this is going to be a trend that we're going to follow. We're going to watch to see how the petrowan affects the U.S. dollar. We're going to see how Pakistan's trade, where they're no longer going to use the U.S. dollar. We're going to see how countries continue to cast off the U.S. dollar as something they need to hold to trade for oil and commodities and, and these sorts of things. Okay, you've been listening to the show. You're thinking about buying precious metals. You're wondering, what do I do? How do I do it? First, call the number one eight seven seven eight silver or visit the website guildhallwealth.com. If you want to buy online, you can use the e-store, top right of the website. It's easy to go there and get the information, register and buy it right online, pay for it through various payment methods. I think we should remind our listeners that we do offer for those that hold it and have been fortunate enough to profit in Bitcoin we do accept Bitcoin as payment for precious metals. And of course, if you want to be more safe, you want to be more secure in your holdings, you can have a depository account. That's a great way to store your product, keep it tangible, make sure that you can visit it, get your serial numbers. It's allocated and it's in your name. So we don't have any right over that bullion. It's your bullion, but that also adds value to the long-term hold because it gives you liquidity. You can buy and sell via phone call. You have access to our whole staff and that comes with the whole package folks with Guildhall. It is about service and we do give that type of guarantee about service. We want to make sure you feel happy as a client and we want to go to the nth degree to make sure you get there. There's also the allocated financing. Let us show you how you can get silver in your portfolio for as little as $7.75 an ounce right now. I know that sounds crazy, but I will personally, as will Jeremy, show you how this works. It's the concept of other people's money. All of our accounts, no matter what you're doing with your gold and silver, are physical, folks. This is not the paper that you're used to. This is not stocks. These are not ETFs, not futures, nothing of the sort. All of this is physical, very heavy, cumbersome silver, gold, and you'd be amazed when you're standing in front of a thousand ounces of silver, what it looks like and how great it feels in your hands. It's allocated, segregated. You get your serial numbers where requested. And right now, if you're opening up a registered account, uh, RSP or TFSA, uh, Lira, any of those types of registered accounts, for every 5,000 US you spend, we're going to give you one free gram of gold as a thank you for coming aboard as a Guildhall listener. If you've been listening to this show, we thank you for your time. The number again to call is one eight seven seven eight silver the website is guildhallwealth.com jeremy great show this week look forward to next week's show hope everybody has a great 2018 be proactive hope it's prosperous and healthy for you welcome to 2018 you've been listening to the real money show with guildhall wealth management on global news radio 640 toronto